You're listening to the NZPE Teacher Cast, a podcast sharing some of the inspirational stories from amazing health and physical education teachers. Today's episode is sponsored by My Study Series, an online learning platform by New Zealand PE teachers for New Zealand PE teachers and their students. Check it out now at mystudyseries.co.nz. Good everyone, and welcome to this, the very first episode of. NZPE TeacherCast, a podcast about uh, really cool PE teaching I guess. Um, it's an opportunity for me to share some ideas and, and, and really the best part about it is we get to get some uh, fantastic physical educators uh, onto the show, hear their story and, and get to see what they're doing in their classrooms around physical education and stuff like that. There's two reasons I wanted to start this podcast. Um, first of all I feel that as physical educators, we don't really network enough. We, we're consumed by what we do. We teach a lot. If we're not teaching, we're out of, outside of the classroom, coaching, managing teams, um, with this big extracurricular focus. So that concept of networking with other teachers in our learning areas um, outside of our school just kind of gets put on the, on the back foot a little bit. Uh, we get burdened down by assessment and ad- administrative tasks, I think, um, since... I started my teaching career there just seems to be more and more admin that we have to do and that's uh, that makes getting in touch with other other educators um, really difficult so I think this this concept of networking it's a really key component of being able to reflect and learn um, on our current teaching practice so this is my way I guess of reaching out and networking with more physical educators so I've had this really um, really good online presence that I've built over the last few years and it's allowed me to have some really uh, fantastic discussions um, with teachers around technology and physical education and stuff like that. So I, I want to continue that but on a, on a much larger scale and I think by having this podcast and being able to put it out on a regular basis, uh, I'm going to achieve that. Second reason that um, I wanted to release this podcast is that we have some amazingly fantastic PE teachers just doing some things that are really cutting edge and we don't we don't hear these stories like I said we we get consumed by our own teaching practice and and we don't get the opportunity to hear other people's stories and and these stories need to be told so hopefully as the podcast grows we'll get more teachers on board and more educators willing to jump in and share their stories At, at this point in time the podcast is, is going to air or, or be released fortnightly um, and once a month or so every second podcast we're going to have uh, a new guest on the podcast to just have a chat and interview and, and share their story and we've got some really great teachers lined up to chat with and I'm really looking forward to bringing their stories to, to all of you out there. When there isn't a guest on the podcast, it's just going to be me, and I plan on focusing my discussion around three areas, really. The first is, is going to be a challenge that I've had in my teaching during the last month or so, and I, I don't plan on sugarcoating it um, or talking about how I successfully dealt with what that challenge might have been. I, I just want to say how it is, and maybe you as listeners will have some suggestions that might help, maybe not. Um, <clears throat> I'm really not too sure what to expect, so... Basically, it's just given me a, a nice little platform uh, to ramble about stuff. Um, hopefully, it's not going to be 
all negative, um, but that's the next section. <coughs> Excuse me. I want to share um, a success I've had in the last month. You know, something, uh, a success or something that I'm grateful for. Um, as simple as that. I think it's great to share those little wins um, that we have because it's those little wins that keep us going during week nine or ten of a uh, of, of a long term and, and we've we've had a couple of those already thankfully this term is, is a little bit shorter um, that's if I even get this podcast released this term term three that is by the way and finally I'm going to end on sharing a technology or app or, or device or something that's helping me in the classroom so if nothing else comes from listening to the podcast at least once a month you'll have a new app or website or, or something that you can just have a whirl on um, so that's really the, the gist of what I'm trying to do here. Uh, I, I hope that uh, people find it beneficial. Um, my school is right next to an airport, so I don't know if you can hear that plane taking off. I need to invest. I think this week I'm going to invest in a new mic, so hopefully the next few uh, podcasts will be a little bit better. It's also raining, so I'm not sure if you can hear that as well, but um, we'll just take it all in our stride. Um, so let's kick it off. So there's this challenge that I've had for most of the year, um, and uh, it's kind of gotten, as we move into term three, it's gotten harder and harder and harder to deal with. So I have a unit standard course, which is it's targeted at senior students who haven't really, or haven't met the prerequisites for PE, um, and, and that might be achieving, um, say, 12, 14 credits or whatever in level one. Um, so they haven't met the prerequisites for the course, um, which means we get... A quite a wide range of learners in this course. Now, some of those learners, for them, it's this course provides a real good pathway for them. They can see the direction it's taking them in. They can see um, it, it, it aligns with their goals and what they want to do, and and they can see that link through to, to, to tertiary education for them. But for others, and and I'm sure this is common in all schools with alternate pathway for Z courses, it just becomes a dumping ground. And no matter what you say to your deans or your principal or other teachers, they always see a course like this as an opportunity to place a kid who's not having much success elsewhere. And to me that's cool. I, you know, that I don't mind that too much because I love working with these kids and, and, and really getting, getting students to step outside of their comfort zone. Um, but this one student I've had, he, he doesn't really want to be here. He, he's not interested in the work and would rather sit and do nothing. He's, he's completely disengaged. But on the other hand, he doesn't want to leave school. He, he wants to be here, and I think his parents wanted to be here. So um, it makes it really challenging to the point where I've sat him down and he said to me, look, I don't want to do the work, and I'm not going to do the work. I just want to sit here and do nothing. I don't want to be in this class, but I'm here. And, and I appreciate that and I understand that, but there's also a bit of responsibility for the student to actually um, engage with the lesson, um, and that's where the problem is, you know. He inadvertently draws other students away from the lesson, which to me is unacceptable, and it's, it's becoming a, a, a real battle for me in the classroom. You know, on one hand, I'm trying to engage these learners who are active um, and want to learn, yet I'm trying to balance that with students who... Um, who, who really don't want to learn or don't want to be in that course. So over the years, or over the year, I've tried a few things with them. 
Um, I've tried pairing him up with active engaged students to, to complete group work, so you know, really putting them with him with stunning um, students who can you know pull him along and, and show him a bit of guidance. Um, I've modified tasks for him, so tried to make things a little bit more achievable or a little bit more exciting. Um, I've lowered expectations around gear, etc., and trying to remove those excuses and barriers that he has each period. I have seen one success with him, and, and that was uh, through the use of a, of a gamified approach, uh, where we have a leaderboard in this class, and it's linked to social responsibility. So for every lesson, they get to, um, I guess, they, they get a, a, a point value that they can negotiate with me uh, in, in the sense that if I award them a three out of four, they can come and say, well, sir, I, I feel I'm at a four and here's why, and we can negotiate that, that score. It's a really cool opportunity and it's all visual and the kids can see it and they can see what, what other students have got. Um, and as part of that, there's, there's a reward system built in and that's the game mechanic, having that reward there. And the, the one time I had a breakthrough with him, he, um, he saw another student get... Uh, a reward which was I think they got uh, a terms free weights club membership so we saw that and and realized hey you know maybe I could do this or apply myself a bit more and he said sir can I participate today Um, I don't have any gear but you know I really want to jump in and that was awesome and and he did that and I got some really good progress from him for a a couple of weeks but um, that really it didn't last it was short-lived, which was disappointing. So I'm at a loss with him right now. It's really hard not to have this this deficit approach uh, to the student um, and rather keep looking at what I can change in my teaching that can bring about some progress for him. So that's a bit of a challenge. Because at the end of the, end of the day, I, I just want to see him succeed. I want him to have some success. I want him to move on to um, bigger and better things. But um, it's hard. It's really challenging. Uh, onto the wins now, you know one area I'm really enjoying at the moment is collaborating with other teachers. Uh, we're a sport and education school, uh, which is a fantastic opportunity for us. And if you don't know what sport and education is, it's a cross-curricular approach to learning in a sporting context. So we have two year nine classes. Um, each of those year nine classes has uh, their maths, science, uh, English and PE work uh, collaboratively and, and it's integrated and it's all in a sporting context so we spend a lot of time planning out our units um, and at, at any one time uh, for example this term has been the Olympics so all of the lessons in each learning area are, are closely linked together and, and it just makes for a really authentic experience for the students and it brings about better engagement and uh, a lot of fun for the students and this group or this one class I've been working with, the teachers, it's just been so much fun learning about other subject areas and seeing my class interact with different teachers because we do a bit of observation and just being able to reflect on my own approaches with them after seeing these teachers uh, interact with them as well. So we've had some really good discussions as a group and I'm absolutely sold on this cross-curricular approach. I think it's just fantastic and we're seeing some really good results. So I'm keen to see it happen at level one but that's going to take some serious planning and right now it could be a little bit too much for a group to take on. We've got some some planning sessions coming up soon so we'll see how we we get on there Um, but I I really enjoy it and I think 
there's a lot of information out there on the Sport NZ website and uh, Celia Fleck, um, who hopefully most of you know on Twitter, um, has has a strong uh, presence within that uh, sport and education model and, and she was one of the pilot schools involved and now she has some direct involvement in uh, working with schools in the program so you should check out um, Celia on Twitter. But it's it's there's some really cool things coming out of it from other schools and, and each school has uh, their own unique approach to it and, and every school is different. So we the way we do it is a lot different to say Wainua Mata who are in it as well and Taita uh, College. We, we're all having this different approach but at the end of the day, we're all seeing positive results from it. So check it out. That's sport and education if it's something that you're interested in or want to learn more about. The piece of technology that I want to mention today is this uh, really cool application called Google Keep. So you can check it out at keep.google.com. And it's it's a fantastic note-taking application, which I feel is, is just a must-have for teachers. Really, it's the ultimate note-keeping app. Um, what I like about it is it's it's web-based as well as um, on iOS or Android and it syncs across all devices. So most of the bigger note-taking apps tend to only really have um, an app-based presence and I hate typing on my iPad. It's such a pain in the ass. Um, but the fact that this is, is, is web-based as well and, and then syncs across those devices, I can um, take my notes because I'm always thinking stuff up and I, I you know if I don't write something down then I lose that idea whether it's something for my level three class or something for uh, I need to do for the shopping tomorrow whatever you know being able to jump on something and, and, and bang it out is, is really important to for me anyway um, so some of the, the cool features it has um, it's got voice recording and, and transcription so if you are driving or something and you don't want to pull your phone out and uh, and, and type which you shouldn't that's that's naughty. Um, you can activate the the voice recording and it will transcribe uh, what you say. And I, and I found that it's it's generally pretty good. There's a couple of typos every now and then, but um, that's quite good. Or if I I'm not by a, a desktop or a laptop and I want to put down a big chunk or a big idea that I don't really want to type on the device, you can use that, that voice recording and transcription. As a labeling system. Um, the screen actually features, it looks like you're putting post-it notes, um, so it's dumping post-it notes on the screen, and it has a labeling system, so you can then label each of those, and you have some categories down the side for those labels, so if, you, if I'm doing a, a, writing some information about a podcast interview or something, or level three work, I label it as level three or, or podcasting, and if I want to look at all those notes related to that, I just hit the, the category or the label, and it brings up all of those has an inbuilt to-do list, uh, which is which is cool. You know, I'm, I'm all for productivity and I, uh, a to-do list I use every day. I think it's one of the best things you can use, particularly in a job like ours where it's just non-stop and hectic all the time. So has this, this great to-do list uh, built in. Has notifications and reminders. So if you want to schedule an, an alarm for something, for, for a note that you've, you've put down or an, or an action you want to take on something, then you can do that as well. Um, so that's that's Google Keep. Um, for some reason, it, it doesn't seem to have got a much uh, press or, or doesn't have much visual presence around that whole um, Google Apps uh, domain. I don't know where I stumbled across it, but um, I use it every day, and it's it's fantastic. So check it out, um, keep.google.com. 
Um, I think you'll really like it, and it has some really good uses in, in teaching. So that's it for the first NZPE teacher cast. What are we at? We're at 15 minutes. That's probably um, the 15 to 20 minute mark is, is where I was aiming for. Uh, I really hope you've taken at least one thing from today. Uh, and if you haven't, maybe our next guest on the show will provide some motivation or, or insight for you. And that's um, Kelly Ross from Tarawera High School. Um, they are doing some fantastic, fantastic things with modern learning environments and she's got a really great story to tell. We, we had a lot of fun um, in that interview. She's um, an amazing teacher and I can't wait to, to get that podcast up as well. So make sure you check out that next episode. Uh, I really appreciate you taking the time to check this out. I hope it, um, I really hope you took something from it. Thanks.